Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Time for another week of N4G Radio. Uh, once again, as we've discussed in the past about snowballing, uh, uh, Dave is over in Jamaica, Jamaican himself crazy. Uh, and then Wombat canceled and John canceled. So it's just, uh, this is episode 276 for January 21st, 2013. And, and for this one, I have the Gambus Con. He is here. Greetings, programs. And I also have the Frustrated Furies with us. Hello. I have a cough drop and a bottle of water. <coughs> which is what's going to keep me going through. I'm on day, what day is this? Day nine. This is day nine, brother. No nicotine. Or, I'm sorry, no cigarettes. I've had nicotine. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. But anyway, we talk about some games, some video games, some video game news, some hot topics. Oh yeah. And first off, I'm, I'm just what's what? What are you playing, Jason? Two games. Um, pretty much the same two games I've been playing past couple weeks. It's been slow. Yes, it's been a it's been a slow month. Um, of course, I've been playing more Persona Four Golden, which uh, never ceases to amaze me. It's a fantastic game. If I mean, if you got a Vita, it's a must buy. If you are in the J- Japanese RPGs, Jerpix. Yes, is somebody, is somebody rubbing their nuts on the microphone. No. That's what it sounds like. You hear that? It's like this. I heard that. Yeah, I can hear that. I don't know what that is. But, um, if you like JRPGs, you need to buy a PS Vita just to get this game. Do you really? Can you get, isn't it like a PlayStation 2 cheaper? Yeah, um,. Like, cause you could go buy one of those for ninety nine bucks, and then what? What's it going to cost you to get Persona? Yeah, that's true. But at the same time, Golden is such a advanced port because it's not it's not just a port, but the graphics are actually improved on the Vita version. And um, in terms of gameplay, there are um, well. In the original PS2 version, there's a there's a section of the game where they skip like two or three months worth of time. They go from like winter to like the middle of spring. That's what I wish we could do. 
But in the uh, golden version, those few months are actual playable months. But is it at $150 worth of content? I wouldn't say so, but... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just asking, because, you know, if you, gotta be a, if you buy a PS2, man, there's also, what, like, 6,000 games that start with the letter B? PS2 got a lot of games. Yeah, but what if you don't even have a PS2? Then they're man. 99 bucks. I mean, which if you had to choose right now if you were going to buy a system, would you buy a Vita or a PS2? Mm, probably PS2. I was going to say, you know, like, oh. PS2 was one of those systems, like, if I didn't own it, I might just buy that just for whatever. Exactly. I mean, that, that thing. And then plus you can play, what, Persona 3? Uh, bro, yeah. Shin Megami Nocturne? All these on the PS2. Digital Devil Saga? Devil Summoner. Yeah, Devil no, Summoner. No, not, de- not Devil Summoner. That's on the... That's Devil Survivor. Devil Summoner, yes. Devil Summoner. I mean, yeah. and you could even, you know, if you got... Uh, if you could find a copy of Persona 2, although it's super expensive for the PlayStation 1, that'll work on the PS2. It's also on the PSP. Oh, there you go. Yeah, but nobody wants one of those. And I have you- one. <laughs> <laughs> and you would also have money left over to buy a 3DS, which you can get um, the uh, Stranger's Journey and the upcoming uh, Soul... Was it Soul Diver? Soul Diver? Yes. Uh, yeah, that game and the... The next Shin Megami Tensei game that's actual, like, I don't know, the mainline yeah. series. So, yeah. yeah. Injected into your bloodstream. Exactly. It's like a blood test. I played that, and I played a lot of my current addiction, which is Puzzle and Dragons on the iPhone. Yeah, I haven't played that. I just. I kind of stopped. You know, it was neat, and I just, I don't know. It's, I think it's the same way with every other phone game. That's just how I am. Like, I play it for 20, 30 minutes. I'm like, ah, oh, that's pretty cool. And like, outside of Angry Birds, I don't think I've ever played a phone game. I've never booted a phone game more than two or three times. Yeah, the thing is, though, um, once you start learning the nuances of Puzzle and Dragons, the addiction light goes up to 11. Um, like, oh, you, you start you start thinking of time. <clears throat> Here, here's, where, here's where the addiction really hits. You start thinking of time as an actual, like, tangible like, gameplay com- uh, component because there, there are certain dungeons... And there are certain monsters that are only available. Oh no, this Animal Crossing stuff. We ain't doing that. Yeah, d- during during certain certain parts of of the week, and uh, even even w- taking taking in consideration like the whole entire month. Um, it's kind of like the- when you went back to see Sea Man after you hadn't been for like a month. His tanks all filthy. Mm. You know, somebody should boot up their Animal Crossing save right now. Like, that they haven't been back to in ten years? I never played Animal Crossing. Like, how awesome would that be to go in there and, like, everybody's buried under weeds? 
Like, dude, am I the only one who can do any yard work around here? Like, seriously. That just sounds like real life to me. I know. It's like no, nothing get done. <laughs> nothing gets done while I'm gone. So you guys just didn't care. Just didn't give a shit. You just let yourself get smothered by weeds. You know what? You deserve to die. It's just so compelling finding, uh, seeing new monsters that not only can you get, but that your friends list gets, um, which you can use in battle. And, uh, there's something like 400, there's like 400 different monsters in this game. That's a lot of monsters. Yeah, and so many of them just look flat out awesome. Um, Gotta catch them all. Yeah, it, it, this game has like a, has, I've never been addicted to a iOS game as much as I've been addicted to this one. Oh, well. So. There you go. Maybe in your game of the year. Some, uh, some puzzles, puzzles and try. You hope not. <laughs> the, I hope the, my year is better than this. Yes. Well, I can tell you that the, you know, out of the like three games that I've played that have come out this year, like two mm-hmm. of them are my like in my list already. Yeah, it's been such a great year so far. Like yeah. Devil May Cry was awesome. Mm. Anarchy Reigns, you know, I enjoyed it. It wasn't great. It's a $30 brand new game. Yeah. That's what you get. It's what you, it's what you get. Yeah. yeah. You got your money's worth. Yeah. But the other game I play, oh, oh my. I'll talk about that later. So, uh, what else are you playing? Will you play anything else this week? That is it. Now, what, are we, what are we playing next week? How about some moochie moochie pork and pink sweets? Um, I'll probably uh, <laughs> end up picking up Nino Cooney. Um, I also have my eyes set on um, Fire Emblem, <laughs> which I don't think I don't think comes out this upcoming week. It's like no, it's it's like, not until it's like three February, three right? It's hold on February <coughs> February fourth fourth or fifth. Yeah. I think. It's the very beginning of February. Two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, Nino, yeah, Nino, uh, I'll probably end up picking up Nino Cooney. <laughs> so. All right. So I guess I'll talk to Drew. Um, hold on a second. Okay. I know you can talk about it a little bit. Yeah. Uh, I'm just trying to... Because the demo's out. Well, the demo's out, so you could obviously talk about the demo, but... See, I, have, I have no idea what's in the demo. <laughs> Well, there's a certain point you can talk up to. Okay. Uh, but if you have something else, go ahead, and I'll, then I'll find that. Okay. <clears throat> well, there is one other thing. Actually, there's two things. Well, one, I wrote a review for the new DLC for uh, Borderlands 2, Hammerlocks. Sir Hammerlocks Big Game Hunt. I played that. Yeah, I did too, um, obviously, because I had to review it. Um, I'll say the weakest out of all the DLC so far. Due to the fact that it's kind of short, main story is only about five quests, um, but the meat is in the big game hunts that you're doing. Um, See, I think, yeah, it's it's weird because like everything about it is better than the other two. Like there are better new enemies. Yeah, there's better loot, mm-hmm. uh, and I even like the area. 
But that that new vehicle is The vehicle's useless. useless, but so is the skiff from Scarlet. I don't know, man, because that area was pretty big and you had to use it. Yeah, but the area in uh, Hammerlock is pretty big. Yeah, but it's mainly just places where you're going to run around. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, I took you know it took me a half hour to figure out where the layer was. I felt like an idiot. The layer. Yeah, because it kept pointing you to this part on the map that's in the middle, and it didn't tell you like that's. I, I oh, where s- the Garado is. Yeah, I have such an issue with Borderlands's navigational system because it just shows you the dot on the map. It should totally tell you. Go this way. Go go this way because you have to go through a cave, then go around, then go up a ladder, and this is bullshit. Yeah, and it's like not easy to find. Like, I spend a lot of time looking for crap. <laughs> Drives me nuts. But no, other than that, other than the, what are they called? The, those spores that fly around? Yeah. Those things can go to hell. You gotta shoot them in the, the underbelly. That's fine, but when you're trying to shoot them in the underbelly and they're dropping bombs on you... That's it's rough. That sucks. Yeah. And if you shoot them once, like, they'll follow you forever. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's best just to not even mess with them. Yeah, don't shoot them. But if you accidentally shoot them, they won't stop following you. Will they hurt enemies, too? Yeah, the enemies will actually attack them. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, these are these are like neutral creatures that just kill anything. Yeah, they just drop bombs. I've Sometimes seen, I just let them just go after them. I've seen witch doctors fight them for quite a while, actually. Dude, fuck those witch doctors. Witch doctors didn't bother me. I found an orange gun. I mean, yeah, you'll get nice stuff from them, but damn, they're a bitch to take down, and they fucking buff up their savages that run around well, to that, the point where you can't kill them. The, the worst part is that when you get a ultimate super badass, and then there's a witch doctor there too. Yeah, that's no fun. That's painful. Yeah, this 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 DLC was the most challenging. I'll put it that way. I do like all the loot though. There's lots of good loot over there. Yeah, there's these mechanical um, things where you can put in uh, iridium. Yeah, I haven't unlocked one of those yet. And then they unlock uh, a chest, and depending on how much iridium you put in, I think. Well, they were all different prices according to the ones I saw. I found three of them. One of them was in... Did you kill Arizona? Yes. With Spider? Yeah. Yeah, there was one down there. His was the most expensive. It was like 28 yeah, I didn't have that much. I don't have a lot of iridium. Well, I do now because that area gives you a ton of iridium. Like there's yeah. there's iridium everywhere in that in the Hunter's Grotto. I just think they kind of squat. Is I, I really like Sir Hammerlock. I yeah. think he's a funny character. He kind of got the shaft on that. He, one. Yeah, he they didn't explore him at all. I mean, fucking let him. He's got a badass sniper rifle. Let him come on, you know, with us and shit and. Fucking shoot stuff with us. Nah, he... Nah, yeah. It'd have been cool if, like, you'd have been, like, the wild game preserve and you're hunting crap. That'd have been cool. Yeah. But no. His stuff is the side quest, which I thought was ridiculous. So... <laughs> Would you spend ten bucks on this? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's, it's about seven hours if you do all the side quests and collect everything. I mean, that's, that's true. I mean, it, it's disappointing by Borderlands standards, but it's not disappointing by DLC standards. Yeah. That's the difference. I mean, there's there's a good amount of content in there, and there's new enemies and new weapons to get, so... Yeah, the loot in it is, <coughs> is incredible. Yeah. Like, the loot is the best part of Hammerlock by far. And there's a new um, 
Seraph Guardian. Mm. Yeah. The raid boss, which I can't ever do. Yeah, I'm getting there. I'm uh, I'm 45 now. Yeah. So I am five levels away from max, which I hear the increase is going to be substantial. Cool. I want to start another character, but I don't want to start over. I don't know if I could. I could, but holy shit. That would just take forever, and it'd be tedious. I'm just, like, at this point, I don't even know who I would use, because I've played as the Siren long enough to know that that's not for me. I mean, she's fun, but she's not nearly as fun as the Macromancer. And I don't know that anybody's going to be better than the Macromancer. I I like my accent. Besides, 70 hours at this point for me. I'm about 40. You know, do I do I need another 70 hours of this game? Yeah, but it'd be fun just to try a different character, you know? Yeah. Not for 70 hours. <laughs> See, that's why Borderlands 3, have it to where after you beat the game, if you want to start another character, let them start at like level 15 and just give them skill points. Uh, I don't know about that. Maybe you could transfer. Maybe do it that way. I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. I played that. It was fun. I played um, Corpse Party, Book of Shadows. Butter Your Pooper. Yeah. That's not in it, but there are some <laughs> fucking creepy shit. Maybe you haven't got to the pooper buttering part. No, I'm already in the the haunted school and shit. This is, <laughs> there is no happiness now. I can't. That might be the best line about a video game ever. It was like, butter your pooper. I've, no, this game is fucking weird. Like, not just scary creepy, but creepy in the sense that you have like 15 and 16 year old Japanese schoolgirls bathing together. Okay. Explain yeah. to me how that's any better than the torso thing. The torso thing? The Dead Island thing. Oh. Uh, Due to the fact that nobody's probably going to play Course Party. Well, do you know there's a Vita game coming out where you can... I'm going to see if I can put this succinctly uh, and non-offensively. You can jiggle their boobs with the touch screen. That's, that's been done, dude. Come on. No, I mean, that's the point of the game. The point of the game is to jiggle boobs. Like to move their boobs around. On the touch screen. What the fuck kind of a game is this? I, I don't... It's Japanese. I think that's what they chalk it up to. It, like, everything is... And, and that's another thing that makes me laugh is, like, people are like, I'm so offended by the Dead Island bus statue. Oh, by the way, my half-naked giant booby lady from Anime 457 has come in today, and it's gonna go in my case on my wall. I'm okay with that. I got my record of Agaros War. Um, my giant boob, my boob uh, pillow. Well, not the boob pillow. Oh, the mouse pad? The mouse pad. Yeah, there's three of those for DOA 5, you know. <laughs> yeah. I got my boob pillow, but don't, know. Don't put a woman's torso in the... Which is the, the other funny thing is, like, when I saw that, I'm like, oh, wow, that's tacky. Yeah, that's fucking who would, stupid. Who would Why really would you want that? Who would really want that? But at the same time, I'm also going because it's disgusting. I, I wasn't because it was a woman's boobs. It was because oh, I don't know, her arms and legs and head were ripped off. Yeah, you notice nobody had a problem with that part. It was the fact that it was a woman. It was it was boobs. Well, it was because they were perfect boobs. Yeah, you know. Stop telling us what women should look like. You're, you're right. Women should not be running around without heads, arms, and legs. Yeah, 
That's the bigger I, issue there. I totally agree with that statement. Keep your arms, so. legs, and heads on, ladies. Please. I don't know. If you but anyway, <laughs> corpse party. Corpse butter poopers. Yeah, buttered poopers. That's not uh, in this one. That was in the first one. But let me explain this. Um, I've never played the first corpse party game, which I've been told by a couple of people that's not very ideal, but I'm doing it for review. I, I don't have the guy working for me that did the first one, so yeah. you, you were the best that I had. <laughs> Sorry. So um, from what I gather, Corpse Party 1 and Corpse Party 2 are the exact same game. They have the same characters, same situations, same everything. Except for the pooper butter. It, well, except for that. You know, it's, when you take out the most pivotal role of that game... I wonder why you made a sequel. Well, here's the big difference between Quartz Party 1 and Quartz Party 2. In Quartz Party 2, the characters in the game, who are the exact same characters who basically all die, I guess, except for like one person. Spoiler. It's the first game. That's what happened. Is it beyond the statue limitations or whatever? It was, it's been out a year. Has it really? Yeah. Like it, like it feels like whenever we get these Japanese games, they do them real close together. Nah, it's been longer than that. It's been two years. Are you sure? Mike was still working with us. I understand that, but he's only been over there for a year. It might have been at the end of the... Oh, I'll look it up. Just keep talking. Okay. But anyway, um, so essentially, this is the exact same game, with the exception that in the second game, some of the characters realize what is going to happen. Basically, butterfly effect. Ooh, has it got Ashton Kutcher in it? It does not have Ashton Kutcher in it. Shit. But, <clears throat> so, you play as characters and they're like, I get this sense of deja vu. I know this person is going to die this way. I need to stop it. Corpse Party was released on the PlayStation Store on November 22nd of 2011. So, just over a year ago. Okay. So, I'm, I mean, if you're, if you're going to play Quartz Party 2, you, then you're going to know all this stuff, if, or you kind of need to know all this stuff. Well, is it, like, both games are on the PSP, right? Yes. They're both PSP games. They both are playable on the Vita, I want to say. I don't say. know. I, I know I, the second one is, because that's kind of like a one of their bullet points, which I'm like, well, why didn't you just make it for the Vita? But that's, you know, a whole other ball game. But, whoa, New Year Party Girl Dress Up. Why is that? Never mind. Just go ahead. There's a lot of so, dress-up games on here. It's crazy. So essentially, you're trying to prevent the events of the first game with the knowledge that you have from the first game. But she doesn't have... The, the characters don't remember everything. They just realize that they have flashes of, oh, shit, I remember this, and I know what's going to happen next. Final Destination shit. So... And it's it's very strange and very creepy. I mean, you know, not the weird Japanese girl creepy, but like actually I don't know. ghost. That picture you showed, that was pretty yeah, creepy. That's those were two fifteen year old girls. Could you imagine if somebody felt like if you got arrested or a cop pulled you over and he saw that on your screen? Yeah. Like, did you totally go to jail for that? Yeah. So, but uh, it's it, they do a very good job of creeping the player out. Because I played this right before I went to bed, and they had like the crap, the creepy little Japanese girl, dead Japanese girl, come after you and shit. It's very creepy. You put you, and especially if you put headphones on, 
because it does like it almost does surround sound like one speaker like one like somebody speaking into your ear on the right side and then there's somebody else on the left and it's fucking creepy as shit and the the thing that gets me the most is basically when you're in the haunted school basically they create this time warp or whatever and they go to this abandoned school that's all boarded up and fucked up they can't escape it and there's ghosts and demons and all sorts of shit running around trying to kill them and there's traps everywhere so there's saw in it as well and you move around you pick different basically blocks where you want to go 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 down the hallway go into the the infirmary go to classroom 2a or some shit like that um you can choose where to go and then when you go to a certain place it's basically first person uh point and click you just you, you move a cursor around you can move around the screen and stuff like that <sighs> when you're moving around they're playing music and the creepiest fucking part about this entire fucking game is that whenever you go into the search mode where you're in first person and you're moving the cursor around there's no music whatsoever so it's just silence and you're moving that fucking thing around the entire time I'm waiting on something just to fucking jump out at me <laughs> and so far nothing has jumped out at me <laughs> well that's good I don't want you to butter your pooper or anything I know cause it, this game is kind of freaky but I will say right now, as as scary, quote unquote, scary it is, and how as good a storytelling it is, this game is definitely not for everybody. I I, I doubt it's for very few people, but yeah, that's the way most of these quirky little goofy Japanese games are. Yeah, it's but it is very creepy, and for the people out there that's wanting to get kind of creeped out by the shit, go right ahead. Pooper. My, my yeah, my full review will be live sometime next week. Well, like we're gonna fill up some Japanese stuff this week, right? Yeah, lots of Japanese stuff going on. Because I got another one to talk about. Um, according to my the the, the actually to today January twenty first tomorrow, you know, you know what I mean. Um, you can reveal up to the end of chapter thirteen. Cool. Then so. I am only in chapter five, so I can talk about it. Oh. I am playing Fire Emblem. Awakening. Sweet. Um, this is a very, very impressive 3DS game. Um, I have played one other Fire Emblem in my life. It was for the Game Boy Advance. Um, they are not known for their easy difficulty. These these are basically strategy game, uh, much like a, maybe almost like Advance Wars, except you can't create new units. Um, but you choose a, a unit to move and attack a different unit. Um, and the one important fact is there is permadeath, meaning every unit you have is a named unit who has a personality and has dialogue within the story and stuff like that. And it's it's, it's basically a person that you know. You create your own character and everything like that. Um, but every character is... Every unit is a character, I should say like that. So when they die, they are dead forever. And it fucking sucks when somebody dies. Luckily, Nintendo, I guess, said, you know what? Let's just take it easy on the people. And there is an option to play casual mode where they respawn after the, the end of that chapter if they die. But I'm still playing on classic mode because I'm hardcore like that. Hardcore. 
Um, but yeah, there's different units. There's some archers, and then there's lords, and um, you know, uh, mages and stuff like that. And you create a character that can interact with all the different characters, and they they do to use the classic spiel of your character has amnesia and doesn't really remember much. No, I'm just like I'm, uh. I'm, I'm like really, this we're still going back to this. But you know, they did it with that one, and it's okay. Whatever the story is, actually really cool. But the thing that gets me the most is instead of the whole 2D anime like shows your unit going after the other unit and attacking, they actually use 3D um, like 3D animations and things like that. And they're very well done. Uh, the 3D looks great. It's never intrusive or anything like that. But um, the the models themselves and during the cutscenes, they have full-fledged cutscenes that are, are actually voiced and acted out and everything. They're they're not done in anime style, traditional anime style. They're done in like the 3D anime, where it's almost like cel shaded. And like I was telling Ken before the podcast, I was like, I'd love to see a movie in this style because it's it's very well done. The voice actors are fantastic, and the action is really cool. Uh, and I really really like the style of it. It looks fantastic. This is this is if you have a 3DS. Seriously, you need to you need to get this game. That, that that that's all there is to it. Even if you don't, even if you're not a big fan of strategy games, it's simplistic enough to where anybody can enjoy it. But it's deep enough to where the most hardcore of strategy players can get their fill out of it. The demo's out there, right? The demo is out now. You can definitely try the demo out. I don't know what's in the demo. But um, I'm probably about three hours in right now, and I'm having a blast with it. It is this is the the game to get for the 3DS of 2013 so far. Sweet. So far in January. Yes. Two weeks in January. <laughs> Two weeks three. in the three weeks in January. This is the yeah. this is the game to get of 2013. Unfortunately, it comes out in February. So. <laughs> well, I, you know, I guess that makes it even more impressive, right? Yeah, exactly. It's two months into oh, the year. Crazy. No, but seriously, I mean, I'm no kidding around or anything like that. It's a fantastic game so far, and people should try the demo at least. Yeah, I'm totally feeling 2013 so far. By God. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's, a, there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. What's up with this week? This week, more Fire Emblem. Uh, I'm gonna play a little bit more Quartz Party. I'm already. Uh, I'm. I'm deep enough into it to where. I kind of have a feeling I know where this is going, but I'm going to keep playing it just to see if I can get creeped out some more. Maybe the butter pooper thing comes later on. We'll I, find I, out. I don't know. That's the only thing I know about that game is that apparently you butter poopers in there. Nobody is really caring about butter pooper or anything right now because everybody's dying. <laughs> Everybody is in bad situations, and we're worried about not dying. Eh, it happens. Yeah. That's what happens when you go to a ghost school. True, but um, I'm trying to imagine if there's anything else. Um, I may jump back into Borderlands too, just to, to do a few more quests and stuff like that. Um, no, that's 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 it. All right. Well then, before I get to the coup de gras main event, I will talk about a couple of things. I did play God of War, God of War uh, Ascension. The multiplayer? No, single player. Is it out? Uh, the demo is on Total Recall. 
We talked about oh, that. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about that last week. Um, it's, it's good. It's got a war. Um, I, I, it's very visually impressive. Okay. Holy mother of God, that game looks good. Like, that might be the best looking game I've played. Ever? Ever. I, I still think God of War 3 stands up there with uh, the likes of Uncharted and a couple other things. Uh, and this one, I think, looks better. <laughs> better than Halo 4? Yeah. I think it looks really good. Uh, so, the, the demo is pretty much the E3 demo. It's not very long. You get to do a little rewind, the statue, kill a bunch of dudes, you know, see the cracking out in the water, killing people. I just kind of wanted to get a feel for it because uh, I don't know if anybody saw the single player trailer popped up this week finally. Um, man, that game looks incredible from that trailer. Like, I know they've been touting the multiplayer and all that crap. I'm, I'm super stoked to play the single player. Is this just the prequel of prequels? I think it is. I, I don't know. I'll figure it out when I play it. Not like I don't know how it happened. Somebody's telling me it's like before Chains of Olympus or no after Chains of Olympus but before Ghost of Sparta no but do you know what either one of those was about I know what Ghost of Sparta was about I've reviewed it well I mean mean, we know the story he killed his family he had the brother he kills the God of War he becomes the God of War they take away his power you know he just wants to kill everybody. Yeah, it's ang- I mean, the Chronicles of Angry Man. That's what yeah. I've called it for the longest time. He's just going to kill people. Like, I understand that the story is pretty cool. I think the coolest thing about the story in the God of War games is just the nods to the mythology. Like, here's yeah. Kratos. Here's Kratos beating the crap out of Hercules, you know? That's he when, Midas. Yeah, that's when you go, okay, that's cool. You know? Or when he beat the crap out of, you know, Ares. Okay, that's cool. Like, you know who Ares is. So... I think that's the coolest thing about it. Yeah, the story's kind of twisted, but we've known the story for, what now, six games, five games? Since 2002. Yeah, he killed his family, and that's their ashes all over his body. Yeah, I know what that is. Okay. I got it. That was in the, what, the opening cutscene of the first game? Yeah. Anyway. But no, I play it's good. Looking forward to this engine. Single player. I still have yet to play the multiplayer. So... Uh, also, another demo I checked out Dead Space 3. Oh, I forgot that demo's out. But you gotta have a code. Why? It's an early release code or whatever. The fuck? Don't look EA at and their dumbass shit. Oh, please, everybody did it. Where'd you get a code? Uh, on their Facebook page. Fuck that shit, Mar- marketing piece of crap. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I played that. Uh, really like it. It's Dead Space. Um, I don't really know what to say about it yet. Um, it felt a lot like Dead Space, but at the same time, it's been so long since I played two. I don't know. I know the bit. One of the biggest changes is the weapon creation. I guess now at the at the tables you can create weapons by picking up pieces, and then piecing together weapons, which is kind of neat. Um, I did like the snow setting. Was it co-op? Oh yeah, the demo is co-op. You can play co-op, so hmm. which I did not. I played single player. Do you still have a co-op partner in single player? Never saw him. So you're just by yourself. Yeah, I was just by myself running around. Is it a different story? I I don't know. 
I have yet huh. to play the co- I think it's the same story It's just different if you have a partner huh. okay. Like the game tailors itself to How many people are playing You or the two people So, But no um, I really kind of like the snow setting That was pretty cool I did jump a couple times Which if you've played Dead Space twice by now And you're still jumping They're doing something right uh, Visual 8 looks really good and I'm pretty excited to play it. I guess it's uh, it's pretty much done. So maybe see it this week, maybe next week for review, because I'm pretty excited about playing that one. Uh, we talked about Borderlands already. I have been playing. I played. Oh, I think everything I played on that this week was in Hammerlock. I think I put about six or seven hours in Hammerlock this week. Um, and then finally, the game I'm reviewing. That I've spent the most time playing is uh, Nino Kuni, The Wrath mm. of the White Witch. Tell me about it. Is the full title of that game. Yes. Yes, tell me about it. Well, it's Studio Ghibli Animation. Is that how you say it? Ghibli. <laughs> Ghibli. Giblets. <laughs> I don't I don't watch anime. So sorry. Those those are a different type though. Well, they're they're like more Disney fan. kind of, right? Yeah, they're yeah they're owned by Disney, or they're no, they're in collaboration with Disney. Studio yeah, they're Ghibli. Yeah. yeah. The, the one thing I say about the game is, man, it's pretty. Like the animations and stuff that that looks really good. Like it looks like an anime when you're playing it. Yeah. Which is pretty impressive. Um, the story is depressing. I've heard. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The be- well, the beginning of the story is depressing. Like his mom dies? Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's spoiler. It's in the demo. Yeah, so it's like at the beginning. Yeah, it's, that's kind of crappy. And then I, 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 there's so many Japanese tropes in that game. Like he's in his room crying, blah, 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 whatever. You know, and then he cries on the doll. The doll comes to life. That's a little creepy, but that's kind of standard Japanese stuff. And then like ten minutes later, he's fine. Like, he's been in his room crying for three days, and then all of a sudden this doll comes to life, and it's running around the room. And number one, he's not running or pooping his pants or anything. But there is a, you know, Lord High Fairy of the Fairies, Mr. Drip, Mr. Drippy, is running around the bedroom with a <laughs> lantern, a lantern as a nose ring. And the kid's just like, okay. And then all of a sudden he's fine with the fact that his mom's dead. Well, he's not fine, but like he's not freaking out anymore. So that kind of felt a little weird. But no, the, the rest of the storytelling is fantastic. It's so it's so like a giant Disney movie. Um, and a lot of the weird kind of things that go on, like there's a cat that's king. His name is King Tom the Fourteenth. <laughs> and his arch rival's name is Dickory Doc, which I thought was kind of clever. Um, I'm trying to think where to even start. The story is really good. The the voice acting is fantastic. He's not Jamaican, Drew. He's Scottish. <laughs> <laughs> like when you texted me that, I'm like, really? I don't know. It sounded kind of like a cross between both. No, he's literally like walking around doing the full on Scottish accent, man. Like Mr. Drippy is a Scottish fairy, and I have to say, I really like Mr. Drippy. I thought he was annoying. I loved him. I thought he was great. He's coming. He's calling me a crybaby bunting. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, but no, I like Mr. Drippy. So 
here's my question. Okay. You said that this is possibly the best Japanese role-playing game you have ever played in your entire life. Oh, I said it was probably the best JRPG I've played this gen. Okay. This generation. Which... Why? I think it's a combination of a lot of things. Number one, I, I really like the way it looks, but people know that it looks really good. Number two, the story is really interesting to me. Uh, not necessarily in its plot device, because come on... Like, I rolled my eyes the first time you see the White Witch, and she's like, so this is the child that will save the world. I'm like, oh, shit. Spiky-haired child saved the world. Where did this come from? Oh, it's a Japanese RPG. But no, the more I play it, the more that I care about the characters, and I'm enjoying the plot devices that are introduced, and I love... I, I hate to use this word, but I love the charming style of the world. Like yeah. Every time, uh, every time they tell me I'm going to go somewhere, I'm excited to see what that world's going to be like. Um, that's a big chunk of it. That's what kind of keeps me going in some aspects because when I get to the gameplay, the gameplay is good. The gameplay is, um, you know, the battles—they're not random. You can see the enemies on the map. You run into them. You get into a battle. Um, you can move around the battlefield and attack. Uh, switch characters, perform magic. It's pretty standard stuff. It's a lot like a Tales game or yeah. possibly Star Ocean game. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty standard stuff. There's nothing really special about it. But it does... The one thing that this game does is that it slowly introduces you to every uh, mechanic Panic. within the game. Like, the, the first... Like, the biggest chunk of that game takes the first two hours which kind of felt like a tutorial like it teaches you about the wizard's companion which is this book that you carry with you that literally has every spell in it uh, has every um, recipe for alchemy which alchemy did not even I did not even discover alchemy until 10 hours into the game like that became a new tu- a new tutorial 10 hours into the game damn what is this Final Fantasy 13 um the familiar system takes about two hours before they introduce that, uh, which that is basically allowing you to have a helper character that pops out. And then eventually, probably seven hours into it, they teach you about capturing familiars. So it turns into kind of a Pokemon where you can capture <coughs> the enemies and make them your familiars. So, so what's the point of having a familiar whenever you have to choose who you're going to use before the battle? Choose who you're going to use before the battle. No, you can you can swap on the fly. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is, is during the demo when I played it, at the beginning of the of the the, the battles, I could either choose to be the boy or his familiar. No, you can That's, switch. Yeah, but I mean, what I'm saying is, is that whoever I chose to control, the other person did absolutely nothing the entire battle. Yeah, but you know, the, the battle system is built around switching between. So let's say you have three familiars, which I believe you can... At, at this point in the game, I can carry three familiars and then my dude. Um, let's say you've got one familiar that does magic, one familiar that does, you know, kind of melee combat, and another familiar that does, like, um, magic spells that pump up the rest of the... You can swap between them because they have a timer on them that they can only stay out so long in the battle. Um... You can bring them out, do your moves, take them back, switch to another character, do those moves. Um, it's it's all about switching between the characters. Uh, and the reason why they do that is because, of course, later in the game, you're going to get more party members that you also have to worry about. Um, so having control of only one character at a time is 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 necessary. 
But I just don't like the fact that your other characters don't do jack shit. But they will if you bring them out. You only need to control one of them at a time. I, I don't understand. I mean, if we like, in, if in you literally had your dude and all three of his familiars out on the battlefield, it would be way too complicated for you to control all four of them at the same time because the battles are happening in real time. Yeah, I know. What I'm saying is, is that during the demo, it pissed me off that if I controlled the little boy. My little familiar with the with the the wooden sword would just stand there and do nothing while I was controlling the boy. Well, he's Why? not even on the battlefield. Okay, well then the opposite. If I chose to use the familiar, the little boy wouldn't do jack shit. Okay, I just explained that to you. There's there's no point for them to do stuff because it would be too easy. Well, then make the the enemies harder. I mean that's. I'm gonna what, tell the, you, I'm gonna tell you that by the time you get deeper into this game, you're gonna be happy that you're not controlling more than one character. What I'm what I'm saying is is that when I'm not controlling dudes, why don't they just attack on their own instead of me having to switch to them? Okay, well, I mean, if you're carry, if you're carrying around twelve Pokemon, why don't you get pissed off because coughing's not doing something? Okay, well, I don't get pissed off in Star Ocean Four whenever everybody on my team is attacking and I'm attacking too. But this isn't Star Ocean. Okay, well, take I'm a page to a Star Ocean book. Why? It's, it's it's taking more of a page out of Pokemon's book where you can drop the character onto the playing field and it's all the strategy of this is based around hey which character are you going to use to fight this because every every enemy in the game has kind of like this elemental um like they have different attunement um, I guess you've got planets you've got moon you've got fire stuff like that and bringing out the character that fights those enemies better will will net you better results. And you can switch on the fly. Yeah, you just tap the L1 button, switch to the other character. He comes right out immediately. I mean, there's and the only thing that's timed is the is the combat. So when you throw an attack, you have a cooldown on it. Uh, when you defend, you have a cooldown. Obviously, your magic attacks take magic points. Plus, they have a cooldown. Um, and the characters that you put out on the battlefield have a timer on them as well. So your familiar can only last, you know two or three minutes before you have to swap him. Sounds a little bit like um, Final Fantasy XIII's battle system. Mm, I didn't play enough of that to I guess get to that point of it. But no, the the combat is fine. Um, like I said, it's got the Pokemon aspect. Uh, the, the Your familiars can also be morphed uh, I believe two or three times. I haven't done it a third time yet. So. Like evolved, kind of? Yeah, you, you get these um, little jewels that you pick up and you can feed them. You can feed your familiars snacks. And the snacks will actually upgrade their their magic, evasion, defense, attack, all that fun stuff. Um, and then when they hit a certain level, you can morph them into another version of them, which is the, you know, up, upgrades their fighting abilities and all that stuff. Um, they also carry... Weapons, combat weapons, armor. You can buy stuff for them. Um, so there's a whole section about familiars. Um, that That's just a huge chunk of that game. Uh, although I kind of have fallen in love with my my original familiar. He's uh, he's a second morph level, level 18 right now. Which is pretty crazy. Because I had him up to 14 and then when you morph them they start over. Oh, at level one. They start at level one. Uh, obviously, they level up pretty quick because um, you're getting so much XP at that point. But yeah, it's it's pretty fantastic. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else is in what else have I dealt with like there's just so much to the game and I love that it takes its time to explain how everything works um, there's a, there's a, like I said the alchemy came in about 10 hours in um, side quests are what they call errands so you can pick up these side quests in, in each town and then you get what's what simply amounts to a repeat buyer card which has 10 stamps on it and each side quest is worth so many stamps when you fill up the stamps you get what's called a merit card um, and then you can with your merit card you can use that to buy upgrades such as I can run faster in the overworld to avoid battles to uh, when you're fighting in regular battle uh, Mr. Drippy just kind of runs around the outside of the battle and every now and then he'll throw health or magic um, at you these little balls that'll give you more health and magic points. Yeah, that was happening in the demo. Yeah. Um, you can get those from enemies, too. If you manage to evade and block at the right time, the enemies will drop those as well. Okay. Which is pretty cool. Uh, but you can actually oh. buy upgrades with your merit cards to make those more frequent or to allow you to jump, um, allow you to run faster, all kinds of stuff. And that's what the side quests are. Um, trying to think what else did. What else is in this game? There's just so much crap going on. Uh, like I said, the, the Wizard's Companion is a huge piece of the game because as you go through, you'll pick up pages because there's a bunch of pages missing from it and those will give you new spells and things like that. Um, wow, I know there's more systems in the game that I can't think of off the top of my head. All I know is that that's all I've done for the last two days is play this game. Uh-huh. Uh if I had to pull gripes about it, um, it's a grind. Um, Welcome to JRPGs. No, I mean even for JRPGs, it's a grind. Really? Um, there's just, like, there's so many enemies to fight, and it's a consistent thing that you need to keep fighting to level up. And, and it kind of gives you this misconception as you're playing it, because enemies are not hard. In the regular battles, like you'll pop in, there'll be two, sometimes three. You kill them, no big deal. You move on to the next one. When you get to a boss, you really cannot not pay attention. Like the boss battle difficulty spike is ridiculous. Uh, the first time I fought a boss, I was like, "Am I doing something wrong?" Because I've been destroying enemies up to this point, and then you get to the boss, and he just wipes you. I mean, it's 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 ridiculous. So, is there save anywhere, or is there save points? There's save points when you're in a dungeon. You can save anywhere in the overworld, though. If you die during a boss fight, where do you pick up at? You continue right from the last checkpoint. It's like I've died twice. It's and it starts <coughs> me right at the beginning of the boss battle. But here's the kicker: you can load your save, which is fine, or you can continue, which continuing is a little you know it'll continue at a checkpoint, but it takes 10% of your money. Well, son of a bitch. Yeah, which that that happened to me once I died during a boss battle, and it's like, do you want to continue? I'm like, sure. And it's like, we'll take 10% of your money. I'm like, really? That's cold-blooded, dog. That's, that's like torchlight. <laughs> yeah. But no, the, the just the story, the characters, I love... It's like a giant Disney movie that I'm, I'm really enjoying, and I can't wait to get to new areas... Um, 15 hours in, I don't have a fast travel yet, even though I know I, I know there's one in the game, which is crazy that I haven't found it yet. But 
like every time I learn something new, it's really cool and I really enjoy it, and I I can't recommend it enough. Um, it's only PS3, obviously. So if you don't have a PS3, you won't be playing it anyway. Um, it's made by Level Five, right? It's made by Level Five, the guys that made Dark Cloud, uh, the Professor Layton games. Very I mean, interesting. I mean, these guys have some talent for making some good games. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm sure this has been a long time coming. And I'll, I've I've heard a lot of people talk about it, and I didn't really know much about it. And then it was like, okay, well, you guys are getting the game on Friday. Your review embargo is up on Monday. I'm like, good lord. So that's basically you're telling me that we're going to hammer this to get a review out. So yeah, and I mean it's a it's a RPG for crying out loud. Yeah, like so, this is supposed to be long, like 80 hours, right? Uh, I've read 35 to get through the main story. I mean, obviously, there's a bunch of stuff you can go back and do. Yeah. Uh, once you get the fast travel, which I think is going to be a huge piece, because right now, even walking between, like, I had to go to this town, and then they're like, "Okay, we'll go get a boat." So I went to this boat town, and then they're like, "Oh, well, you got to go back to the town to get a letter for blah blah blah, whatever." I'm like, "Okay," so I go back to the town, and the walk is just long, and not to mention you're constantly fighting. So, but no, I, I have been enthralled with the game. I think it's great. Uh, the anime cutscenes are gorgeous. Mm, yeah. Uh, but the game itself looks great when you're playing it. Like, there's there's so much detail and so, like, every environment is so varied. Uh, I mean, for crying out loud, there's even a sewers and it looked really good. I think every game is destined to have a sewer level, right? Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, but that's pretty early on in the game. And I, I, I can't get over how much I love the characters. Um, it definitely reminds me of an Alice in Wonderland kind of story. Like when you go to the first town and the the king is a giant fat cat, um, whose nemesis is a giant mouse. You know, <laughs> or you run into um, just these weird characters along your way. Especially Mister Drippy, he's kind of nut- nuts. Uh, and another, another thing I forgot to mention is that it, it the story takes place in a parallel world. So, like, everybody in your world has a soulmate in the other world who is basically that person. Oh, that's the other big mechanic is the locket. Um, You get this locket early on in the game that allows you to cast a spell that takes these different feelings from somebody's heart. So, some people are filled with enthusiasm. Well, you can bottle up some enthusiasm in that uh, locket, and then if you find somebody who needs it, you can give it to them, and it solves quests and things like that. Yeah, that was in the demo. Yeah, I think there's like ten different things that you can take and give through the locket, because that's kind of the overall point of the story, is that the main bad guy has broken-hearted all these people, where he'll take a piece of their heart away to make them basically kind of like zombies. They just kind of walk around, you know, with no emotion. How Kingdom Heart that is. Yeah. I suppose, but then again, you know, you could probably name any RPG and it's troping something else, to be fair. <laughs> That's like saying, oh, look, Halo, Space Marine, shooting aliens. You know, we're always going to have the tropes. Of course. But I doubt that most of the games are going to be at the level of something like a Kingdom Hearts or even this. Like, I can't get over how good the voice acting and, and the animation and the visuals and, and, and the actual just story is. 
Yeah. I mean, there's Good. there's some stupid stuff in there. but Yeah. The way you say it, it's like got that Disney charm. I, I felt the same way when I played Majin in the Forsaken Kingdom. Yeah, it's it's definitely got it the... Had that Disney cute charm that just, you just smile. Yeah. And Damn it, I can't stand it, but I have to smile. And that's, what, that's the way this game is. Um, and it's kind of funny because the main characters talk like 1950s with a British accent. So they're saying things like, golly, and jeepers, and things like that. Like, I don't know how many times I've heard Oliver, who is the main character, say jeepers. Like, I'm almost sick of it at this point. Like, dude, really? Jeepers? Again? Although I do love that Mr. Drippy says everything is tidy. That's right, tidy. <laughs> you should you should watch some Studio Ghibli movies. <sighs> I think, I, really I, think I have seen one or two of them, but... I've seen Ponyo? No, I haven't seen oh, that. I didn't like Ponyos as much. I like Ponyo. Uh, I, I don't know. It, it was one of the weaker ones to me. I like uh, uh, Castle in the Sky. Castle in the Sky was a good one. And the uh, the Valley of the Wind one, also one? called uh, Nastica. The first one, what, was it Princess Mononoke? Wasn't, uh, it, that, wasn't that the Studio Ghibli one? Yeah, but yeah, it was. It's one of the newer ones. Princess yeah. Mononoke. That was like back in '96, dude. Yeah, well, they uh, Miyazaki's been making movies since the early '80s. Yeah, I know. Well, that, that was one of the more violent ones. Like people was getting their heads cut off and shit. Yeah, uh, but no, With that's, arrows. That's that's the big one for me right now. Um, between that and Devil May Cry, two of the three games that I've played this year have just been stellar. Top contenders for game of the year. I, I'm telling you, it's, these are two games that I need to keep on my, in, in you know, fresh in my mind when we get around to talking about that next year because Devil May Cry may be the best action game I've played since. God, I can't even remember Ninja Gaiden. Yeah, I cry three. No, nah, it hasn't been that long. <laughs> I know Ninja Gaiden, Ninja Gaiden two were both incredible. Bayonetta, probably since Bayonetta, you know. Um, and God, Nino Kuni's probably my favorite JRPG I've played since Blue Dragon. And I really liked Blue Dragon. That blows yeah. me away that you like Blue Dragon and you don't like a Final Fantasy. Yeah. But I've played them. It's not that I don't try them. I tried Final Fantasy Thirteen, and I got so bored of playing that. Did you Did you try Lost Odyssey? Yeah, I played for about six hours. It, it yeah. just it was so boring. God, that, that game is fucking depressing. But I've heard it's an amazing game, but like I got six hours into it, and I'm like, dude, I just don't care. Like this is not fun. Like, and it has nothing to do with the way the games play because I'm going to tell you right now, Nino Kuni is not doing anything that's mind blowing. It's just doing it all well. Like, especially the story has me interested enough to keep playing. Mm. And I, don't, I don't know. There's just certain things that, that, that really tweak with me. I am not the person to tell you what the best and worst JRPGs are, but I can tell you that if I like it, it's probably pretty good. Because I don't like a lot of them. So. Yeah, you, need to, you need to play more um, Persona. I like Persona. I just haven't had time to play it. It's Like I said, portable games are different. Like there's a yeah. time and a place for portable games for me, and I just haven't had that time or that place to play them recently. But no, I, I think that I think that's a great game. Uh, as far as future filing goes, I'm going to play more Nino Kuni to get this review done because I would like to get a large chunk of this game played before I review it. Because I mean, even right now, it's not that it's going to. I just want to make sure there's not something that's going to kill me towards the end of it, like uh, Metroid Prime. 
you know, Metroid Prime was 90% awesome, 10% absolutely crap. So At the end of it? Yeah. The end of it made you rewalk the entire area, every level, collecting crap. Just to, oh, fuck yeah. Just to extend the light. It's kind of like uh, Wind Waker, when you had to go back and collect all the Triforks. Uh, and you're basically just sailing around digging for crap. That that ruins those games at the end. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of just want to make sure there's not one of that in this game. I, I got I kind of got Zelda feelings when I was playing this game, even though it doesn't play like Zelda. I, I definitely got some Zelda feelings going on. It's in got there. that epic scale. Oh yeah, and like there's even a little music that plays when you solve a puzzle. It's just, ah, come on. <laughs> and this, I think the uh, the green matches like I think I think the color palette for um, Nino Kuni is very similar to. Um, uh, Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. Yeah, because because I've I've always thought that if they made an anime out of specifically that game, it would actually look like um, a Miyazaki film. Well, I can't tell you if you're a fan of JRPGs and you have a PS3, I, I can't recommend you check out this game enough. I mean, it's already got a ton of reviews, and the reviews love it. So, mm. well, I've got it pre-ordered. I'm, I'm so happy that I got a chance to play it because this is something I wouldn't even have bothered with otherwise, especially when you've got more stuff more my alley coming up like Dead Space and Aliens Colonial Marines and you know stuff like that hitting like this game I never would have played and having finished Devil May Cry and having some time to do it basically was like, okay. And I played it and I loved it. And it's all I've wanted to play all weekend, so... Uh, as far as future funneling goes, once I finish up Nino Cooney, uh, I will be playing the new Serious Sam Double D XL um, for review, which I guess I've got some time on that. I thought it was coming sooner rather than later, but uh, and then I'll finish Nino Cooney's. Um, probably play some more Borderlands, and that might be all I all I really have time for. I do like I've been wanting to go back and play more Devil May Cry. I just with Nino Cooney and Borderlands I haven't had time I'll be playing that next week that's when the PC version comes up yes actually this week oh, that's well, yeah, well. a good seg that's a good seg because I got the new releases up bam uh, Devil May Cry drops uh, January 25th for the PC so yeah that will be out this week uh, PS3 is getting Nino Cooney The Wrath of the White Witch which we just talked about that uh, also on PC this week uh, Strike Suit Zero Shoot Mania Storm and Dawnstar. Uh, the Vita is getting Gun Commando and I thought I saw another yeah, Escape Vector are coming out this week. Uh, 360 is getting Naughty Bear Double Trouble uh, as well as The Cave for XBLA. That's the, oh, that's the Double Fine yeah. uh, 2D action and adventure puzzle game. Is that just for 360? Uh, sorry, Xbox 360, PC, PS3, and Wii U. Okay. So it hits everything this week. Gotcha. Uh, oh. and the Sims 3, 70, 80s, and 90s stuff pack. And the final DLC for Max Payne 3, Deathmatch Made in Heaven mode, is releasing this week. They supported that game for a while. Which shocks me because nobody was playing it. 
Yeah. You know, I, I talked to a few people who still say they like to jump into the multiplayer, but it's not like it's not like every night. I was gonna say, is there really like a huge community? That was like I read the story what that they shut Halo Two down the other day because they were basically saying there were twenty people max peak hours. Yeah, Halo Two uh, PC. And then like I saw this big uproar on the internet of people like I can't believe they shut that down. How much did it possibly keep to keep it running? I'm like, well, obviously not enough for twenty people. Like literally twenty people. That just goes to show you how much noise the internet can make. Is if I'm hearing people complain about them shutting down a server for a game that hosts twenty players, if they had shut it down and not announced it, not a single fucking word would have been said. No, people just would have been like, "Oh, I can't play this anymore." Oh well, I guess I'll just have to play the single player, yeah. or wait until Halo Two Anniversary Edition comes out. Yeah, like if you're still playing Halo Two, <laughs> like for real. Uh, what the fuck's wrong with you? Because Halo Four is fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. This, um, yeah, it is, it's ten times better than Halo 2 multiplayer. That is the new releases for this week, so I'll get over to the news. There was a big news story this week. We already talked about it. It was the uh, the boobs. That was the biggest news story? I think so. Uh, or that was just the news story that everybody... Because they, they, they released like a press... Like that's the thing. I don't even think. I think it was the press that was was complaining about it because they released a press release for it, and not within thirty minutes of them releasing the press release, they're releasing an apology about it. Oh yeah, they were sorry. So, that- so, so who the fuck complained about it? It couldn't have been everybody that looked at it within thirty minutes. It had to have been somebody from the fucking press saying this shit. Oh, the the news stories about it were just everybody talking about how gross it was. Oh my god! Then don't fucking get it. <laughs> That's uh that's a big topic of conversation right now is the whole sexism thing going on. Uh I yeah. saw I saw a lot of stuff this week, especially coming out of the the boob the the corpse bait boob issue. Um which I th- I think was the day before they had another problem or was it the day after something else happened? I don't know. There was it's, something it, else there's, some, there's something every day. Yeah, but there was something else like right on the heels of that, that oh, people being discriminated. I'm discriminated every fucking day. You know, I don't. I don't Are you know. talking about the cyberpunk? Cyberpunk was last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you know, like it's every week we have some kind of misogynistic accusations going on out there in the, the world of video games. Uh, but I don't remember what the other thing was besides. I mean, Tomb Raider managed to stay out this week. Good for it. <laughs> <laughs> victory, small victories. Small victory for Tomb Raider this week as it didn't get accused of being completely sexist this week. Uh, let me just kind of run down the news and maybe it'll pop back in my head. But I, I swore there was some other sexist thing going on, but nobody had a problem with uh, the booby pillows or the booby mouse pads or or the borderline hentai and corpse party. Yeah, the borderline hentai statues that these people who are trying to preach for women's rights are. Also, putting in glass cases on their mantle. But, you know, your hypocrisy can kiss my ass because I'm a lot happier. I'm not as easily offended as you bitches are. Exactly. Uh, big layoffs this week at Gas Powered Games. Uh, I guess a Kickstarter campaign have failed and they're going to lay off a bunch of people. They were making a game called Wild Man. Yeah. So. It's amazing how over the past not even a whole year 
it seems like the gaming industry is relying so much of their finances on ki- Kickstarter. Uh, Kickstarter is just... It's changed the game, and I don't necessarily uh, think for the better. No. Yeah. K- yeah. Kickstarter has, has ruined the, the gaming industry, I think. Uh, I think Kickstarter is just getting started, if you don't excuse the term. Well, it's going to be interesting to see how these things pan out, because... People are going to be burned so many times. Exactly. I mean, you want me to give you money so I can buy your game. Yeah. I I think in like five, six years, it will be pretty much the way to make a video game. Why don't you just sell fucking stock in your company? Because eventually you'd run out of stock. Well, stop asking for charity handouts to make a video game. Uh, PS4 controller is rumored to include an LCD touchscreen and biometric sensors. Why? Don't ruin it, please. Do not ruin my video gaming. So, Stop now. That screen doesn't ruin the, the Wii U, so relax. Yeah, yeah. I didn't buy it. No, the controller still plays fine, so don't worry yep. about the controller. Uh, Two Human has been pulled from Xbox Live Marketplace. Fuck. And I was just about to buy it, too. Uh, for obvious reasons. <laughs> because, oh, you know, they were they were ordered to destroy all those. I saw one of the, the big major sites post that story, and they're like, could this be related to the court case? Really? Do you th- fucking think? Please tell me it was Kotaku. Uh, I, I'm not going to say who it was, but I think it was <laughs> I'm related. sure it was them, and I don't care. <laughs> no, their headline just would have read, you know, Dennis Dyack poops on chest. Yeah. To get you to read it. Yep. Uh, Skyrim content DLC is coming to PS3 next month. Finally. That right after I sold my fucking copy and got yep. the PC version. Uh, Dragonborn, <laughs> Dragonborn, Hearthfire, and Dawnguard expansions are coming to the PC and uh, PS3 in February. Uh, I'm sorry, Dragonborn's coming to the PC on February 5th, but the rest of it's coming to Sony's console. It's been so, long enough. Yeah. Uh, Kojima says he would have preferred Gray Fox over Raiden in Metal Gear Rising. Um, who wouldn't have? Well, here's the problem: Gray Fox is dead. <laughs> so what? Have you followed the Metal Gear universe? <laughs> I mean, it's kind of hard to have a game that takes place in between Metal Gear two and four, and have Gray Fox in it when he died in one. Really? In in the Metal Gear universe, that's hard. There's no... Well, there are ghosts. But, I mean, come on. Clones. He well, Fuck that shit. Dude, really? Clones. Do you want to make it even more convoluted? Yes. I, I've stopped. I've stopped caring at this point. If it doesn't get more convoluted, it, like if it tries to get more sane, I don't even want a part of it anymore. Well... Like, just go... Worry. If you're, if, if you're going to go... Go all the way. Go yeah. completely crazy. Yeah, the, the convolutedness is actually a part of its charm. Yeah, at this point it is. Like, if they tried to make something, like, coherent, I'd be like, whoa. You know, it worked with Devil May Cry because, you know, hey, I never understood that story. But, you know. Still have fun. I still had a blast with it, but, like, the new one, I had a blast with it, and it was coherent. You do that with Metal Gear, I'm going to be like, ooh, no. Let's not do that. Just, yeah. go, just go nuts. He's already went nuts and beyond. Oh, I know. It's He's so already, great. It's fucking should have killed Solid Snake. It'd be awesome. The head. the The coolest thing ever would be like a collaboration between 
Hideo Kojima and J.J. Abrams. I don't even know if I can follow. I don't want to see all the light bloom. Uh, Far Cry 3 Deluxe Bundle is uh, is out now. Came with all the pre-order DLC rolled into one pack for ten bucks. And a torso of a naked woman. No, the Far Cry 3 is racist, not sexist. Remember, get them right. Far Cry 3 is you know the the white savior. Dead Island is the the sexist. Zombie boobs. Come on now. Get your tropes right. Okay? I'm so sick of it. I thought Resident Evil 5 was the racist game. Well, that was the old racist game, but the new okay. racist game... This is the new hotness. This is the new hotness. Yeah, Far Cry 3 is white savior saving all the brown people. Remember? Which, which I... You know, until somebody pointed that out, I didn't even notice that when I played it. And I was like, maybe I'm just not racist. Like, if you notice that stuff, maybe you are racist. Yeah, that's what I'm starting to think because I'm maybe that's all you think about. I I was just playing a video game. I'm like, okay, so I'm this dude with a tattoo that shoots tigers. Cool. I got a bow. He's also anti-humane society. Okay, whatever. You know when when Peta when Peta comes running after Far Cry Three, I'm just done. I'm I'm not taking anything seriously anymore. I'm sure they will. Uh, Tomb Raider did, was in the news this week. Uh, Crystal Dynamics confirmed that the upcoming action game will not have an online pass or a pre-release demo. Uh, the reason for no demo is that they don't want to spoil the story. Sounds reasonable. Sounds reasonable, but also sounds like bullshit. Yeah. Right. If you don't want to spoil the story, then don't put a story spoiler in the demo. That's not. Yep. That's not that hard. Um, well, here's what's probably going to happen. They don't want to put a demo out because it may spoil the story because maybe the game's like four hours long. No, I've heard the game's like 12, I think. So, I, I don't care. I'm, I'm so... 12 hours long? Mm-hmm. That's like a lot of sexism. Holy shit. Yeah, I know. Get prepared for... I'll just leave it alone. Uh, Sony selling the U.S. office for $1.1 billion. PlayStation makers agree to sell their 37-story New York City headquarters to an investment group expecting to net $770 million from the transaction. It's a load of money. That still sounds weird, though. Like, Sony is selling their U.S. headquarters. Hmm. Yeah. That just sounds weird. Yeah. Definitely. Uh, uh, the sequel to Final Fantasy Thirteen Two is coming out for 360 and PS3 this this fall called Lightning Returns Final Fantasy Three Thirteen. Sorry, I'm 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 done with this universe. Please move on to Final Fantasy Fifteen. What was it? They hung around Final Fantasy Ten all last gen with Final Fantasy Ten, Final Fantasy Ten Two, Final Fantasy Ten Two. They only had two of them. Was there only two? It was Ten and Ten Two. Was the what, they didn't have a spinoff for the singing girls? That was ten two. Oh, yeah, that was ten two. Uh, either way, they were both equally terrible. They weren't singing girls in ten. <laughs> they turned into singing girls. In no, 10 they 10. they had uncomfortable laughing in ten. Yeah, that was oh god, that was horrible. Yeah, that was horrible. Ugh. Uh, the the uh, game director for Diablo three, Jay Wilson, has stepped down after seven years. Uh, he will transition into a new role in Blizzard at Blizzard in the next few weeks. Hopefully, it has nothing to do with Diablo because uh, you fucked it up. The the uh, gun violence issues that came up this week. I'm not going to get into that, uh, but there's a new bill sitting in Congress that would make ESRB ratings legally binding. Which you know what? It's fine. 
That's fine by me. Don't care. They should be doing that from the beginning, but I, I'm 27. Not, I can buy whatever the fuck I want. It's still not going to change anything until you teach the parents to be parents. Yep. You're, you're just going to make a lot of fines. Yeah, it's going to make it so people don't do it, but fuck yeah, dude. Did you understand how awesome that would be? Halo's rated M for mature, which means if a kid who is younger than that gets the game, his parents and him could be liable for it. That means we'll never have any more children on Xbox Live. No, the parents will still buy it for them. It's not that they're not allowed to play it, it's just that the retailers aren't allowed to sell it. Exactly. Which means it's going to stop a few, it's not going to stop all of them. Which, you know, I I personally don't care. I don't think it's going to make any difference in the violence issue. Uh, I saw a really good video that made me really understand that gamers are not desensitized to violence. Um, and that's if you go do a YouTube search for this like guy that committed suicide, and like it's real. That disturbs me. Huh? Like there's a video of some guy literally committing suicide, like real life, not like a movie, not fake. How is that on YouTube? It, it is. Um, I watched the, I watched oh. the video this week, and like I watched that video, and it it really unnerved me. And then you show me a video of Chris Redfield blowing somebody's head off. Nothing, you know? Yeah. Because I know it's not real. But just watching a dude stick a gun in his mouth and shoot, pull the trigger, like, that disturbed me to no end. Like, I was I was disgusted by it. I'm like, dude, I can't watch that. That's that's just... That's wrong. You know, and that's, that's a perfect coalition, or coalition, you know, like, hey... <laughs> I'm not desensitized to violence. I'm desensitized to violence. That's not real. Yeah, exactly. You know, I know the difference between watching somebody rip somebody's head off in Mortal Kombat and shooting a person in real life. <laughs> so, there is that. Not going to get into that issue too much, but that, that really made me stop and think, you know what, he's right. You know, watching a Saw movie or playing a violent video game doesn't bother me. Does that make me a terrible person? No, because if I see something truly violent, real, that disturbs me. So I am not desensitized. Yep. Um, I think that's about it for the news. Um, I got a couple news stories. Well, if you got something, go right ahead, sir. It's not about Kevin Butler, is it? Um, no. <laughs> um, let's see here. I got, I got two stories. Um, the first one is pa- Pandora's Tower is coming out for the Nintendo Wii, which is the third game that was a part of the, um, the Operation Rainfall, um, petition thing that happened over last year. Where um, Xenoblade Chronicles and the Last Story came out. This is the third game. It's a it's a an adventure game that deals with uh, uh, the lead hero trying to save this girl who this girl I guess turns into a she's she's cursed and the curse makes her turn into a monster. So you're supposed to uh, go through this big adventure in order to cure her but at the same time I guess throughout the game she becomes worse and worse and more dangerous to I guess actually be around 
So she kind of this character you're trying to save her life, but at the same time she's she's becoming the main opponent simultaneously. Do you guys so, fight at the end in a ring full of chocolate pudding? Probably that that would. Uh, I mean, I played it. Uh, at least make that DLC pre-order DLC. Yeah, but um, yeah, that was uh, that's the first uh, news story I wanted to talk about. The, the second one is Disney. Oh, we gotta talk about this thing. Yes, Skylanders. Yeah, Disney Infinity, which is basically their take on Skylanders. Their take or their take on? Their take on, their rip I guess. Off. Their takeover. I wouldn't say it's a... <laughs> you really wouldn't say it's a ripoff? Really? Just because the game itself is not the same game as Skylanders, but the method is similar. What, what concept. What, how, how do you figure the game's not the same? It's an action-adventure game, right? Um... Third person. So is Skylanders. Yeah, but Skylanders was more of a um, Diablo esque. I'm just saying, splitting hairs at this point. Yeah, but I I, I think this is going to be a, a huge game. There's no doubt it's going to be a huge game. Are you yeah. kidding? Called, have they named it? Infinity. Infinity. That's just what we called Infinity. Disney Infinity. Yep. Yeah, there's it, it, you know it's kind of. It's, <sighs> And they're going to be using Disney characters? Yeah, it's almost unfair at that point. It's like, yeah, we understand it's going to be bigger, but, I mean, look at the licenses you have access to. Yeah. I mean, they own fucking Marvel. They own Star Wars. Yep. <laughs> Think about <Jeez>. that. <laughs> and they're in collaboration with Square Enix. Holy fuck, we've got the, the ultimate game here. Yeah. I mean, it's there's, there's no contest at that point. But it's like, it's amazing it took somebody two years to do it. Well, I mean, if you if you take look at the release date, I, I think they said it's supposed to come out in spring. That's still two years after Skylanders was even announced. Yeah, but the thing is, though, normal video game media convention would have Disney talking about this game last summer, just like every other game that we know of. You know, it was like several months in advance instead of just a couple months in advance. Still saying. I'm, I'm not giving them any credit for this. It's, uh, it's going to be cool, but it's been done. It, you know, are you well, going to get it? Probably, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not saying it's not going to be fun, but I'm not giving them any originality credit for this. They took an idea and they stole it. You know, is it going to be awesome? Probably. I, I have no doubt in my mind that it's going to be freaking great. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not giving them any originality about it. I'm just saying that I think it's cool that the toy, you know, the toy to game concept is now going to be an actual genre and not just an isolated one game series. I'm fine with that. I've, I've been saying it for a long time that I'd love to see like a Lego version of this or a Transformers version of this. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not against new versions of this thing, but at the same time, I'm not going to give Disney any credit for coming up with it, for Christ's sake. You took what others had done, you market it, you slap it on a plastic lunchbox, and now you're selling it. <laughs> you're selling it. Thank you, uh, <laughs> Dr. What's-his-name? Malcolm, I believe. Really? <sighs> Most quoted dude in that movie. <laughs> Life uh, 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 finds a way. 
It was I, there was one more uh in there. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what? My favorite one. I do this at work all the time because it's totally constant at work. Is uh, I always go. I always look at everybody and I go, "Yeah, they were so interested in whether or not they could. They didn't stop to think if they should." <laughs> <laughs> I just always say that's a big pile of shit. <laughs> well, that's always that's that one's always relevant in some some scenario. Yep. But yeah, no, Disney Animation's cool. But no, give them zero original credit. Absolutely none. You you basically took two years too long to steal a great idea that should have been yours in the first place. Well, yeah, it it takes a couple years to make a good game. You know, in the time that the original Skylanders was announced, Toys for Bob created a second game. Yeah, they did. So yep. don't give me any excuse on that. If you really wanted to steal it, you could have stole it quicker. What are we arguing about, seriously? I, I don't even know what we're arguing about. <laughs> I just know that the game's going to be Yeah, good. me either. All right. Uh, one other quick note that I forgot. Uh, uh, speaking of original games, Suda51 announced his new game this week, too. Oh, he didn't announce it. He just showed the first trailer off. That's kind of announcing it. If you didn't it, know about it... But it's... Been announced since when? I've known about Killer is Dead for a long time since well, last year. Okay, well apparently you're special because no. I've never heard of it until this week. No, I, I knew about it. Okay, well he, anna- he announced it right when Lollipop Chainsaw came out. Okay, that that hasn't been a year, but that's fine. Whatever. Just saying, Lollipop, Lollipop. You ever play that game? It's a great game. I need to pick it up sometime. It's nuts. It's fun. Which is what all video games should be. And he knows how to make them. Yeah, he knows how to make them nuts. <laughs> he makes fun games. Yeah. The past three games he's made were good. Uh, one of them, Mikami kind of took care of that. Who cares? It was I'm still just, fun. I'm just saying his gameplay needs to get better. He's not the best at that. You know it's true. No More Heroes plays like shit. I think No More Heroes plays fine. Plays like shit. You're an idiot. What? I play good games. I enjoyed No More Heroes. I enjoyed it too until I had to play it. No, fuck you. (laughs) I enjoyed aspects of No More Heroes. I just didn't like traversing the uh, city. I didn't like traversing anything in that game. You didn't have to. You didn't have to to do that in the second one. Okay, well, I would have probably liked the second one better then. I don't know. Just needed it to play good. Twitter. I got the Twitter. Twitter. I got the Twitter. Twitter. We would do to get off my mushroom, but I've already made my points about sexism. (laughs) Not going to go any more into that than I need to today. Oh, you're just afraid. I'm afraid. What am I afraid of? I just basically said what I wanted to say. You're afraid of fear. You're afraid of the oceans of women that are going to come and take you away. No, I'm really not. (laughs) (laughs) We can't say anything, dude, because we have penises. No, you have white penises. Well, white penises is even worse. Yeah, that's that's the end end all be all. You're not allowed to be offended by anything. No, because I'm the racist and sexist person. Well, I know you're racist. You're from Atlanta. I can't help that. You're from Georgia. I know you're racist. See, that's that's racist in and of itself. Yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna get any argument with anybody about that. You're racist. Why? Because you're white. Isn't that racist? Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, I just, yep. that's all I'm saying. You know, I'm not racist. Do what you want to do. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? You're I don't. I don't judge people. I judge people by how they treat me, not by what they look like. Doesn't help. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. I will forever be a white, sexist motherfucker. Oh yeah. Because of the color of my skin and the gender of my the gender body. Your penis has a gender. <laughs> my, my penis has a penis. I was gonna say you, I knew where you were going there. The gender of my penis. The gender of my penis, goddamn. Uh, Blue Apple Blue tweeted about Nino Cooney, which I think I've went over enough of that. Um, he also says I'm shifting to digital on my Vita. What about the N4G podcasters? Mainly digital or physical? Will you go full digital in PS4? I am a big supporter of digital distribution, and if need be, PS4 all digital. Absolutely. No. Uh, I went all digital on my Vita, which was nice, except for Persona. I had to pay for that. Uh, it's a cartridge. But um, no, I don't. And you know why? Because I've consistently got to delete stuff off my Vita. Exactly. Well, I mean, once they perfect the, the way of storage, then sure. Uh, I mean, you know, I'm not going to go full fucking uh, download whenever I know I'm going to have to get rid of something like shit. But, I mean, I'm totally for digital distribution. I think it's faster, easier, more convenient, and could possibly be cheaper on down the line. Uh, um, you see, it's the whole, uh, it's the whole convenience factor of at first company game companies are like oh yeah since you're not getting a physical copy yeah we'll, we'll, we'll charge you a little bit less price now nowadays it, it seems like it seems like more and more companies want to charge the full retail price and it's like their justification is well you don't have to use up gas and time to go to the store so we're going to charge you full price here's here's my big question though like you spend all that money on digital stuff, right? Yeah. What where do you not feel like kind of crappy when you don't have access to it all the time? I have access to my stuff. Okay. So you buy a digital movie, it's stored in the cloud. What if the internet's down? I don't store my stuff in the cloud. Okay, well, what if you store it on your hard drive? Your hard drive crashes. Okay, well, that could that could very well happen with an Xbox or some shit like that. I understand that, but you still have the game. Like, the disc is still in your hand. Like, that doesn't bother you? But you can always get it again. That's the thing. Yeah, but you can't access it right then. You always have the license for it. You always have the license for it, but you don't always have it. So, you're okay with downloading it again as opposed to just putting the disc in. Let's say you want to go back and watch an old movie that you loved... You know, you can't just pull the disc off and take it somewhere. You know, you can't loan digital copies to your friends. Big whoop. I don't have any friends. <laughs> you know what? Just because you're a miserable bitch doesn't mean that this makes sense <laughs> for everybody else. I mean, seriously. I mean, I, that's just me. I mean, I just, like... Okay, I'm, let, not, let, I'm not getting into an argument about it. I'm just saying this is my preference. I mean, I enjoy... the fact. The fact that I... Far Cry 3 came out. I pre-ordered it on Steam. I preloaded it. So at the, the day it came out, I was able just to turn on my computer and start playing. Didn't have to download it. Didn't have to do shit because it was already done for me. I got news for you. If your internet's down, your games don't work. On That's Steam. not true. That's not true. Steam does have online DRM. 
they may have online DRM, but I can turn off my internet right now and play every fucking Steam game I have. I doubt you could play every Steam game you have. Oh, I uh, know I can. It's with, happened before. With so me, you could it, play. You could play Far Cry Three with Ubisoft's online DRM. Now I don't know about that. Ah, see, you just use Far Cry Three to make your point. But yet, if your internet was down, you couldn't play Far Cry Three. I'm gonna tell you okay, something. I Steam could. Steam will let me. Okay, well, not everything runs on Steam. Yeah, because Far Cry, because fucking Ubisoft and their bullshit stuff, where you have to buy it from them. You know what? My Far Cry Three works whether I'm online or not. Well, congratulations. What do you, I mean? What do you want me to say? I'm not trying to get into an <laughs> argument here. I don't give a fuck. I'm just making a point. Okay, and your point is, you are an idiot. That's what your point is. So, I mean, congratulations. I'm a fucking idiot. All right, the let, end. Let me make a point. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no thanks. I don't swing that way. What? Um, are we in fourth grade? What the hell is that? Uh, yeah, that's why I said it la- that way. But, um, uh, yeah, um, my argument isn't that, you know, what if the internet goes down, you don't have access to your game? Because I think as time goes on, we'll be more and more connected to the internet, and it'll be more of a constant thing rather than just signing into it. Um, my beef it, with all downloadable everything is, are you still going to have access to it in another 20, 25, 30 years from now? You know, wouldn't it suck that you spend like, I don't know, a couple grand on video games for a service that 10, 15 years from now doesn't even exist? Whereas if you had the physical copies, you could still play them? I guess that's what bothers me about it is like, if I, everything that I own on my Xbox Live arcade account, like so much of that stuff now, I've had to delete. To clean out my hard drive I don't even know what I own anymore Yeah Like there's no easy way to just show me everything I own uh, If I want to play it I have to go through logging in And downloading it again Whereas you know a- Another example of that is, is I dug out my N64 collection the other day I plugged it into the TV And I was playing 10 seconds later You know And I know everything I own Because I just lay them out on the floor And I can see them Yeah you know, and I feel like I, I paid money for those, so there's something to show for it. You know, I've probably spent what ten grand on digital purchases on Xbox Live or something like that. It may, it may not be that Jesus ridiculous, Christ. but I'm just saying, all of that stuff, I have nothing to show for it except a, a, an icon on a screen. That I mean that doesn't appeal to me. Big whoop. It, I mean, well, I'm just saying that appeals to me. Well, I mean, then keep getting physical copies. Look, here's the fact. The fact of the matter is, 20 years from now, we're still going to be buying both physical and digital copies. It's not going away anytime soon. Because there's still... uh, I, I, I guarantee you that over half the population in the United States alone is not even connected to the Internet. No, it's not true. It's not true. The, the, the yeah. latest latest statistics is uh, 65%. And it's only going to go up. Yeah. I mean, I know people... I, I know people who have Xboxes who play them a lot who don't have them connected to the internet. Why do they have an Xbox then? Because they want to play those games. What games? I, I got a buddy of mine who loves playing Borderlands. But he's, gonna, he's not connected to the internet. 
So he, he plays d- solo. Do you do realize not being connected to the internet, you miss a lot of the rare loot, right? Well, I mean, that's his prerogative. I'm just saying. It's Bobby Brown over there. What's up? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> this is a big discussion for another day. It could be a get off my lawn. Yeah, I'm not going digital. There's no way. Digital's cool for some stuff, but I'm not going digital. Yeah, I, digital is good for the smaller, cheaper games for me. The tw- $20 and less games. It's called progress, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know. Coming from you, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, I know it's what? progress, but... <laughs> At the same time, I, I, I just like the idea of having something tangible for my hard-earned money. All right. Uh, RIP Skate Destroy says, I recently got a PSP, not the Vita, and I need okay. some great games. Help. Well, it depends on what you're into. Uh, Monster Hunter uh, is a fantastic game. Yep. Uh, I would highly suggest Monster Hunter. Um... Let's see. Metal Gear Solid Peace Walker, if you haven't played it yet. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Um, I really enjoyed, and I don't know if you're into them, but uh, Final Fantasy VII uh, um, Crisis Core was Crisis really good. Crisis Core, yeah. That was yeah. that was actually really good. Uh, Crisis Core is really good. Um, man, what else is there? Um, I would also go with some of the uh, Falcom RPGs, like the uh, the Ease E's games, yeah, spelled Y S. Um, in case in case anybody didn't know, do you guys um, know any games on there that are not Japanese or RPG related that are good? I'm just trying to give him a plethora. Uh, yeah, but they're all like, like God of War, like the God of War yeah. games. What's wrong, of what's War. wrong with that? I I don't know. It, 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 I don't. I don't know. I was going to make an argument for it, but my argument w- would have not stood. <laughs> I'm just so kind of I, curious because those games are fantastic. Yeah. God of yeah. War Chains of Olympus and God of War uh, Ghosts of Sparta are both fantastic on the PSP. Yeah. Um, Kingdom Hearts Birth by Sleep was King- a great game. Kingdom Hearts, whatever ridiculous subtitle we came up with this time. I don't care what anybody says. Birth by Sleep was a fantastic game. What was the what was the 3D or the DS one like? It was 358 days over two or something over like that. Over two, some ridiculous fraction that makes no sense. Yeah, I would I would also suggest uh, um, Legend of Heroes: Trails in the Sky, <laughs> and um, I'm sorry that if you like games like God of War, you only got one. I'm trying yeah. to fucking think. All right, let me look at my fucking library here. I got it sitting right here. Uh, he's making me laugh. Monster half Hunter minute Freedom hero. Unit. Half minute hero is a good one. <laughs> yeah, half name. minute. Yeah, half minute hero is good. Grand Theft Auto, Chinatown Wars, Luminous, Ridge Racer yeah. was good. Uh, Wipeout Pure, uh, Little Big Planet, Siphon Filter. See, I'm good. I'm good at giving you games that aren't Japanese. Or, um, I'm sorry, RPG. Fantasy Star Online too. <laughs> Killzone Liberation was not bad. Yeah. It wasn't it was bad. Okay. It was free whenever whenever Okay, you know what? Just buy just buy okay. Mega Man Powered Up and be done. Mega Man Powered Up and uh Street Fighter Alpha Three. Yep. 
is on the PSP. Power Stone Collection. Yeah. And Persona 1, 2, and 3. Yes. Persona 3 Portable. Yep. It is, is a fantastic game that needs to be played. Yeah. I feel bad if he doesn't like Japanese RPGs. He may. I don't know. <laughs> I, I've, I've looked at his game of the year. I know Kingdoms of Amalur was on it, so whatever. Just saying. Hmm. I was trying to help with other stuff. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm trying to think. I don't know. I, mean, I, I like, gave you like, like 10. I rattled you off like 10. Darkstalkers was pretty good. Yeah, it was all right. If you haven't played Peace Walker, that's definitely one to get on the Peace PS4. Walker's pretty awesome. But yeah. You, you can get that on anything, though. I mean, yeah, you can you can get it on the HD collection on the 360 and PS3. So Pick up Mega Man Powered Up and Maverick Hunter X. You're golden. Yep. What was right. that one game where you could go in between cars and stuff like that? Oh, uh, that was the free one. That was Pursuit Force. Pursuit Force is pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah. All right, I'm going to move on to Slice0072. He says, do you guys think given the power or lack of power in the Wii U that once the next, the real next-gen systems come out that the Wii U will get leftovers from the 360 and PS3? Of course it will. It's, it's doing that now. No, it's not. <laughs> leftovers from yeah, the 360 not, and PS3? It's not. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's not even getting those. <laughs> oh, wow. Dude, like, uh. the, the only game coming out over the next six months that's on both is, that's on... Every system is what aliens, colonial marines, marines, yeah. Which I heard is supposed to be the best version on Wii U. Yeah, that's not done. You realize yeah. that, right? Yeah, yeah. I I know that the uh, the other the other two systems are coming out first, but I've also heard that the Wii U version is supposed to be the best version. In so. what terms? Because it's got the map on the screen, the uh, the sensor. Yeah. No. Well, I mean the the developer. Said something about the Wii U, and <laughs> the developer said, "Hey, look, the Wii U goes bloop, 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 bloop. Then it goes. The thing, the thing is, man, slow down. Guys, uh, <laughs> yeah. Granted, you know the 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 CPU isn't as powerful, but the GPU is." Is more powerful. That doesn't okay. Stop for a second, right there. You're you're yeah. getting defensive. Okay, it may be more powerful, Jason, but nobody's going to develop for the Wii U at this point because nobody has it. People are going to downport from the 360 and the PS3, which you've seen what that's what happens with the PS3 version. The PS3 is technically a better system, right? Then why does Devil yeah. May Cry run worse on the PS3? Why does you know, Bayonetta run worse. Bayonetta, yeah. On the they, PS3, okay. The yeah, Wii, you, got, you got a point there. The Wii U is yeah. going to get all 360 and PS3 ports, and then when the new systems come out, it's going to get gimped versions of those games. So it doesn't matter mm. what the hardware is in the Wii U; it's never going to have the games. Yeah, unless they're exclusive, and we're back to what yeah. Nintendo has always done, and that's that. That's their fault, and that is basically killing themselves slowly. Yep. Yeah, I, I just, I, yeah, I, I, I can say that Nintendo has definitely made a mistake. Um, but everybody's comparing Wii U to Wii, but I think it's going to end up being more like GameCube overall. Once Which is even said. worse. Which no. is worse sales wise, but I thought GameCube had a better overall library. It yeah. probably did, but not by much. See, here's, yeah. the, here's the thing. People compare the Wii U to the Wii when it helps their joke. 
Yeah. But if the Wii U was like the Wii, then guess what? Your 720 and PS4 are going to lose again. Yeah, because it sold like hotcakes. Exactly. The yeah. Wii U is not the Wii. No. The Wii U yeah. is, is the GameCube or the Dreamcast. It's the the Wii U is the the Wii was a one hit wonder for Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. And it will never happen again. No, it won't. Uh, the Wii U is basically like basically Nintendo's Vita. And right. what they should have done with all that Wii money was save it and say, you know what, let's develop a hardcore system because this the lightning does not strike twice. And they knew yeah. it, but then they tried to do it again anyway. And hilarity yeah. ensues. Anyway, Mookie's Groove says, what games that aren't on the PS Vita do you want to be someday? Hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> no idea. I don't know. Well, I'm I'm patiently waiting for uh, Fantasy Star. <laughs> you know what I would tell you? I would play a lot of on a Vita. It's Trials. Like that's one of those games that I like to have on the go. Mm. I don't know why. Like that that game yep. seems to fit on the go. Um, I don't know if there's really anything else. Aren't they making a Joe Danger on the Vita? Uh, or on a handheld? Some kind of handheld? It's on iOS. iOS, okay. Yeah, just came out this week. Um, I would like a Dragon's Dogma on Vita. Ugh, no. It's just like when you guys talk about doing Skyrim, I'm like, fuck you. I would never want a Skyrim on the Vita. Oh, I would. Oh, fuck that. Heck, I, I would, uh, I would want the, uh, Mass Effect trilogy on Vita. Oh. Go to hell. <laughs> Go to hell and you die. You ain't gotta buy it, whatever. I just don't know why you would want to play. That's like watching Star Wars on your phone. Because he mainly why would you plays. Want to do, he, he mainly plays uh, handheld stuff. Why would you want to watch Star Wars on a phone? For portability. Maybe sometimes I want to watch fucking Jedi's. I don't know. No, I don't. I'm not sitting down somewhere. You want to watch The Hobbit on your watch? Is that what you know? Why would you want to shrink a massive trilogy or a massively, you know? Produce title down to a tiny screen. Like, there's some stuff that works portable. That's not well, it. I'm not saying that, like, exclusive. I'm saying, like, supplement. Like, maybe if I'm not at the, you know, if I'm not around my PS3, maybe, or, or my Xbox, maybe I could take it on the go and play it. No. And then transfer your shit over. Transferring. Yeah, you guys keep dreaming about that. I want to see anybody actually do it. I want to see somebody take an epic, like, big budget title, shrink it down to a to a handheld, and I want to see you do that. I want to see you take it somewhere, level up your dude, and bring it home. Bethesda, uh, Elder Scrolls Six, make it happen. Here in uh, nobody in, in about two to three months from now, Monster Hunter. It's not going to happen. What? It's not going to happen. Oh, I think it's it's going to be the first major <laughs> PlayStation All Stars does it, and nobody does it. People play one or the other. Well, if I had a Vita, I may. Yeah. Okay. I just don't have a Vita. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The thing is, there's you I've know, been, I've been hearing about how the next Monster Hunter is going to be the Monster Hunter for the U.S. for years now, and guess what? Ain't happened yet, and it's not going to happen on a console. Nobody fucking bought. You're probably right, but at the same time, I'm in a. I might do it. I might end up getting both versions. 
I don't understand why they just don't release a fucking Monster Hunter for the PS3 and the 360. Yeah, if you want to make that series big over here, put it on something that's actually got an install base. Yeah, especially yeah. on the 3DS when I really do want to play that Monster Hunter on the 3DS, but I do not want to play it with one fucking control stick, and I'm not going to go out there and buy one of those fucking extended second control sticks. You played it on the PSP with one control stick. Yeah, but that's the only thing I had. <laughs> I heard that um, Monster Hunter on the uh, 3DS with one stick is actually easier to play than the uh, PSP version with one stick. Yeah, I'm good at playing with one stick. And one hand. I'm moving on to the next question. Okay. Tortellini1 says, have a good show, guys. What's your guys' opinion on the government and video game violence stuff? Uh, I kind of got into it. I think it's ridiculous. I don't think the government should tell me if I can enjoy something or not. I don't think that's what the government's doing. That's the difference. The government's just trying to cover its ass and say, okay, we need to put things in place that don't allow kids access to these games unless their parents know they are. And and that's their due diligence. That's fine. That's that's what should have been done in the first place. Yeah, that, that sort of stuff is fine. The whole linking the things together, no, you're barking up the wrong tree. Movies, video games, that kind of stuff doesn't it doesn't make people violent. If that was the case, I would have murdered six thousand people by now. I've been playing Doom since I was ten. Yeah, yeah. I I think that uh, every politician out there should be forced to watch the Sylvester Stallone classic Demolition Man. That's, did you really just say classic and Demolition Man in the same <laughs> sentence? <laughs> Uh, he meant to say Judge Dread. Oh, oh. Sar sarcasm. <laughs> oh, go away. I watched all six Rocky movies the other day. Never once did I utter the word classic. The first one's pretty damn good. I didn't say it wasn't good. Yeah. But I never said the word classic. Speaking of Dread, have you seen the newest one? No. I've seen parts of it. I've seen, I've seen the beginning part up until, like, not how do you, even How do you watch movies? Do you, like... Spaz out while you're watching movies? Cause you're no, we were sitting there. We were waiting on people to get to the place so we could then get into a car and go get something to eat. So while we were waiting on them to get there, we watched part of Dread. Why would you... I, I guess I'm just weird like that. I would not put in a movie if I'm not going to sit there for two hours and watch we it. Did, we didn't put in a movie. Alan just started playing it, and we're like, okay, we'll watch part of it. Okay. Oh, finally, here comes Kenny. Let's go. Bye. That seems ridiculous. That's, but, just, that's uh, just me, though. I personally thought the new Dread movie was excellent. I think, it, I th from what I watched of it, it was actually kind of cool. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's much better than the other. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Come on. Don't even compare it that's, to the That's other. not really hard to do. Yeah, like, don't, yeah. don't, don't do that. I mean, yeah, they, you really can't compare them. They are two completely different movies. Did you, hear, them, did you hear their, uh, their rebooting Gremlins? Uh, are you fucking serious? Yeah. Kill that movie now. was already perfect. Oh man, I can't wait! I can't I wait to see. It. Like, are they, are they going to put Zach Galligan in it? Please do. He's got to have a cameo. How old is he now? But what's he done since Gremlins? It, he'll be the uh, the dad who who picks up the Mogwai. No, he needs to be the old man in the shop. No, <laughs> that would work. He's probably old enough for it. No. <laughs> you can't have him being the old man in the shop. Yeah. yeah Unless work. you change the whole story around and it's. Well, that's you know they're going to change the whole story. Yeah, they're going to change the story. Come on. Yeah, so it, 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 it's. Evil Dead, for Christ's sake. It's going to have Samuel L. Jackson in it. 
I'm down for that. Yeah. Fuck. Samuel Jackson as Gizmo. He's no, uh, he's gonna he's gonna run out in the middle of the movie. He's like, I'm tired of these motherfucking gremlins in my motherfucking city. Yeah, he's gonna have a shotgun. He's gonna blow one of them away right uh, when he says that. Yes, yes. Strap in. I'm about to open some windows. <laughs> Does Gizmo look like a bitch to you? <laughs> I really hated those movies. Don't feed him after midnight, motherfucker. God, I hate those movies. Alright, anyway. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, any plans to have a Canadian podcaster? Eh? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> what about I I... what about a European other than John? <laughs> A.K.A. just get John off the fucking just, show. Uh, John, just go away, John. <laughs> Nobody loves you. Oh, that's funny. Uh, no, I don't, I don't make plans to have like specific ethnicities or regional people on the show. Because you're fucking racist. And I, I am racist. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay. No, it's just whoever whoever works for the site and wants to be on the show, you know, I try to squeeze them in. Although I try not to have too many. Yeah. Because that would get a little rambunctious. I'm going to try to get my co-host to join at least once. At least once? Yeah. Well, he's been on that other show, right? No, Phoenix Down. Phoenix Down? Yeah, he's a host of the show. I listen to you guys talk about Bully. Bully. And I'm mad that you don't know anything about that game. What the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, I was making a joke about your comment you got. Jesus. Oh, no, we don't yeah. know anything about Metro. Yeah, you don't know anything about Metro. Yeah, we don't know anything about Metro, and apparently we don't know anything about Resident Evil because you, because of you and Dave, and just well, you had you, you totally had the wrong people on for that show. <laughs> I tried to get the other fuckers to join, but I'm they, saying, oh, I'm too busy. I'm just saying you had the wrong people on for Resident Evil because uh, Dave's like a like a aficionado, man. Anyway, uh, so no, I don't I don't have any plans to bring any Canadian podcasters on. And I, I certainly don't need another European. I already got one yakking down my ear all the time. I still love you, John. Yeah. Not that he listens to the show anyway. I don't think he does. He does, so I can say what I want about him. <laughs> Damn red coat. Anyway. Uh, Blue Apple Blue says, This gen was about motion and HD. What will next uh. gen be about? Remote play like the PS Vita and Wii U and Project Shield or second screen on your controller, social integration? What do you think? Social integration, second screen on controller. They'll try to push the whole oh, cross play shit, but it won't work. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I think um. the next I think the next generation is gonna be about bigger worlds. Not necessarily, not necessarily better graphics, just bigger worlds. Yeah, bigger worlds, yeah. probably have more coherent stories. Yeah, more um, uh, lush and alive environments where, you know, when someone walks to a particular area in the game, they'll get a different experience than anybody else. And I'm not talking about just, like, being attacked by enemies and different patterns, but as in, like real like nuance things like maybe the wind is blowing really hard and in the, another person's game it, it's not it, it, um, yeah we need we need those kind of variable entities I, I need that kind yeah. of stuff like that that's going to be the big stuff and and that's what's going to be hard to sell this gen because it's going to be more subtle appreciation 
Yeah, I I don't see the graphical jump like from no, it won't Xbox be. to three sixty. It's going to be more fully realized worlds with um, better writing because I feel that a lot of more Hollywood talent is uh, coming into the uh, gaming um, industry and I think through that we're going to have much more compelling characters than just some guy who just gets angry and kills people all the time it will be interesting to see and um not really. I, I I know that I know how you feel about The Walking Dead Zero, but from, from what I've heard, I've not played it. My I, I've played the demo. I played I briefly played the demo of Walking Dead, but from what I've heard, it's it's got some like tear jerking moments and some real deep characterizations and stuff like that. And I think that uh, that's fine as long as you can you know you combine it with good gameplay. I'm just I'm not for yeah. I'm not for games that I I I I get I guess I get a little frustrated because games like that get a free pass on their gameplay while games that play just fine you know and have a great story get crap or games that play fantastically and have a crap story get pooped on a little more yeah yeah games are games you know and the most important thing is having a good time and just because the story is stupid doesn't mean you didn't have a good time playing it. Exactly. I mean, Bayonetta was a fantastic game. The the story in Bayonetta is like the dumbest thing in, in the whole world, practically. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> it's it's pretty like close Bayonetta. to it's pretty close to the dumbest thing ever created. But yep. Uh, anyway, um, just to wrap it up, we're going to get out of here. Uh, the last tweet I'm saving. It's all about Wombat. So it's a bunch of requests for Wombat from his fan club. He's got a big fan club. He does have a big fan club. People love his his Russian and his techno and his Willow. (laughs) Even though it's not even Willow. It's not not even Willow. That's the best part. Yeah. (laughs) Willow of good. I I love his Willow. By the way, Willow, Blu-ray, March. Sweet! Pretty oh, really? That. They're actually releasing a yeah. Willow. It's like a it's like a twentieth anniversary edition. I'm pretty sure. How the fuck is that gonna look? I don't know. I'm sure Still it'll look blurred great. out and everything. <laughs> nah, I'm sure it'll look great. Yeah, I think it'll look great. I, I love that movie. You ever I mean, seen You ever seen the Blu-ray version of Blade Runner? No. Man, that thing is pretty. Really? Yeah. yeah. How do they do that? I wonder. They're restoring the footage. Go watch Star yep. Wars, man. Star Wars looks great on Blu-ray. Oh yeah, big uh, time. But that's it. That's uh, that's our show for this week. So we did still manage to save two, uh, use two hours of time, and I managed to keep my voice through the whole thing, even though I'm I'm stretching it at this point. Uh, but that's it. Uh, we want to send our normal, our new normal shoutouts. You need to visit the website www.ztgd.com, and then of course www.n4g.com. Hit us up on the twitters uh, this week at ztgd. At DML Fury and at GamesCon. We got the Facebook, facebook.com slash ZTGD. In fact, why don't you just go to Google? Type in ZTGD. And don't click on the TV websites because that's not us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we got plenty of videos coming up this week, too. Um, sorry about the delay. I'm having issues recording SD. 
So hopefully I get that. Like I recorded some ghosts and goblins. Not that that video was all that interesting. I never made it further than five feet. Uh, yeah, you talking about old school NES ghosts and goblins? Super Nintendo, Super Ghost, Super Ghost, oh, and Super Goblin. Ghost Goblins. Yeah, I, I never, is, I never made it more than five feet. Which is a little bit easier than the original one. Yeah, so that video wasn't that interesting bit. anyway. <laughs> huh. uh, but I'm going to try to do some stuff this week. I actually got my Sega CD cable in today, and uh, hopefully an Xbox this week because I think I'd, like one of the big ones I want to go back to is Psyops. Oh, Psyops. Psyops. Mm. Yeah, you got my Shoot Mania video coming pretty soon, too. Yes, I, I have it done. It's on my USB drive. It's got to upload it. And I did better this time. Well, that's good. That's I actually I actually killed some dudes in this one. That video should be up this week. Um, but that's it. Uh, so, Mr. Khan, if you want to get us it's, it's I'm sorry, my brain is on football. Yeah, mine's about to be. We're going to get the shit kicked out of us. 3 o'clock, football starts for the Super Bowl. Whoever wins today goes to the Super Bowl. Also, sorry about uh, Phoenix Down. I yeah. forgot about. I, I forgot to put it in the Dropbox. Yeah. Do I still? Do, did we ever get that up? Yeah. No, you didn't put it up, but it's in the Dropbox. Oh. Okay. I'll, I'll put it up next week, some other time. Okay. <laughs> it doesn't matter. I mean, it, we're gonna have to take a week off because Dave's gone. So. Okay. Well, let's just make it next week's episode. Then. All right. Well, then that's fine. There you go. There you go. So that's it. So yeah, go listen to Phoenix Down this week. Yeah, Friday. <laughs> but that's it. So, Mr. Khan, if you want to do your lovely thing. Do we have a... Uh, fuck it. 276 episodes. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. And go something like this.